Listener Production. Did last night's federal budget impact our share market? And find out how US inflation data impacts the Aussie market. Good afternoon, I'm Steve. And I'm Laura. It's the 10th of May. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Well, Laura, my friend, we're back again. Markets, unfortunately, down for a second straight day. That's right, Stevie. The Aussie market edged lower today. It was down about a tenth of 1% to 7,256. But it could have been worse, though. We were down by much more earlier in the day, but we managed to make a rebound, but not quite enough to cross over into positive territory, though. But the good news is we are still on track to rise for this week. And that's because of the strong session that we saw on Monday. But looking at sector performance today, financials performed the worst. They fell by about half a percent and NAB weighed most heavily. They went ex-dividend today. So anyone who bought the shares won't be entitled to that pretty beefy dividend that they're paying of 83 cents. And because it was a nice juicy one, Stevie, that's why we saw the fall in NAB's share price about by about 4%. And that's the primary reason why we saw financials were held back because they make up a pretty big chunk of the index there. BOQ, Bank of Queensland, they were today's worst performer after trading ex-dividend as well, but they make up a little bit less of the financial sector in terms of index points. As for the rest of the sectors, healthcare did pretty well, rising about 1% today. Yeah, and it's worth pointing out as well, you mentioned the financials, both NAB and Bank of Queensland really hefty declines of around 4%. So if you just look at the sectors, it looks like, you know, banks were all down, but really it was just those two stocks that held the sector back. CBA was up, ANZ was up, um, Macquarie also managed to edge a little higher. But of course, last night we had the federal budget being handed down. It's perhaps not the most exciting document you'll ever read or listen to the treasurer um, going through and handing down some of the, the key things. But this is in many ways similar to, you know, budget you might have for yourself in your own life, where they basically outline some of the key initiatives they have for the coming year. And they've essentially said there's likely to be the first budget surplus since 2008. So basically the government reckons that over the 12 months to June this year, they're likely to bring in more than they're actually spending. And two of the key reasons for this, people have jobs, so very low unemployment rate, the best it's been in about 50 years. And then commodity prices have been elevated. So this is, means that you know we make a lot of our money from commodities. That has certainly helped juice up the coffers as well. Now, one of the key themes, the cost of living relief. So they're going to spend, or at least this is what has been suggested, $14.5 billion over the next four years. So welfare payments, one-off energy bill discounts, cheaper prescription drugs, a boost to job seeker payments. So in theory, at least, those that need it most, the most vulnerable, might have a few extra dollars in their pockets, which they might go and spend. But of course, Laura, it's a difficult environment to be in because of all of these rate hikes and things are just getting more expensive. So retail stocks didn't particularly benefit from this. JB Hi-Fi, uh, Harvey Norman, Adairs, they were mostly down. Then we had a boost to Medicare bulk billing as well. So essentially the idea here is that they're going to be offering more in bulk billing to, for some people. So I guess in some ways, indirectly at least, it could help some of those companies that offer services like x-rays, MRIs, imaging, pathology providers and the like. So stocks like Helios and Sonic Healthcare, which own plenty of these buildings and businesses as alike, all of those actually managed to lift about 1%. 
There was also a lot going on in company news today, wasn't there? We saw a lot of companies releasing different sorts of news, but Appen was one of them. They're a tech company. They use data for machine learning, so basically an AI company. Today, they released a trading update and its shares fell close to 30%, Stevie. Now, it's not a company within the top 200, so it didn't weigh the ASX 200 down, but it did weigh on the all ordinaries today. So they provided a key update. What they mentioned was that they expect revenue to decline materially, was the word that they used, in the full year compared to financial year 2022. And this is because of headwinds caused by a slowdown in the broader technology market. It did say, though, that it expects an improvement in the second half of financial year 23, as it implemented some cost reduction measures, which it expects $36 million in cost savings annually from. But the improvement there is compared with what it did in the first half, and it didn't quite go so well, unfortunately, as we saw in some of the numbers today. For the four months ending April 30th, revenue and gross, gross profits fell by over 20%. CSI was another. This is a company that sells building materials, things like chip rock, cement, uh, roof tiles. They said their profits over the past year have jumped about 17%, which was better than what many experts were expecting. It's also paying out a bigger dividend, about 10% more to 20 cents per share to shareholders. The shares still dropped back today, though, and it seemed to be partly because of its aluminium business. They warned that they're paying much more in raw material costs for aluminium And that in turn means that things are going to be pretty difficult for for that unit moving forward. Bub was another one, Bub Australia. Their shares actually ended flat, but they announced that the immediate termination of their CEO due to failure to comply with reasonable board direction. That's what they wrote in the update. So interpret that as you will, because they didn't give much more insight into the whole story there. But they also mentioned the former executive chairman was terminated effective immediately as well. Yeah, and Bub is almost certainly the cutest name on the Aussie share market for a company, Bubs, Bubs Australia. But it actually came out with some profit results back in February and it posted a loss of like $40 million and its share price is about 80% lower now than it was at the high last year. So if you remember back last year when the Americans had some a shortage of infant formula and Bubs was one of the first Aussie companies to reach a deal with the US government where it was able to send like millions of these tins over there at, uh, you know, and that really provided a massive boost to its shares in May. So in May last year, Bubs rose 40% since then, not doing so well, unfortunately. Redbubble was another actually today that received a bit of attention. It's an online marketplace and it essentially links independent artists with customers and it's aiming to cut costs by a further 13 to $15 million per year. The way it's doing this is it's going to reduce its workforce by about 23%. So around 75 roles. Back in uh, earlier this year, four months ago, it actually let go between 15 and 20% of its staff as well. And Redbubble was a company that back during the pandemic, when things were at their worst, they were selling millions and millions of masks with like cute designs on them. One of those, you know, the one that you might see on the internet with like a smiley face. <laughs> so it looks or like a, a, a tongue that's sticking out and yeah, you're wearing a mask. They do like, lots of things. I think they even allow you to print your own pictures on, on shirts and things like that. Yes, they yeah. do actually. Yeah. So Stevie, if you ever want to print a picture of your cats, Riley and mm. Jackie Chan, yeah. you know where to go. Yeah. Well, I might print uh, print something for you actually for oh. your birthday. I'll oh. give you a, a t-shirt with Jackie Chan and Riley's face on it for you and you can wear it around the office. Uh, But look, Redbubble didn't really move too much on on the market today. 
Technology One, that's another company, they went into a trading halt this morning before the market opened following an attempted hack. So the company detected an unauthorized third party that tried to illegally access their software. Um, It was their back office software, but they said that the customer facing platform wasn't connected to that back office software. So they're safe in that regard. It quickly initiated its cyber response strategy and it's still investigating. So once it's found out more information, they'll contact anyone that was affected by it. Looking ahead tonight, it's going to be massive, isn't it? Because markets have been on edge ahead of uh, something very important this evening. Yes. Out of the US tonight, we have inflation data that's due at 10.30 p.m. our time here. So the Bloomberg consensus is that annual headline CPI or inflation growth is at 5%. So anything greater than that could be damaging for markets. That's because when investors are worried about something, in this case, it's inflation, People are watching closely and any sign that it's worsened could cause people to rapidly sell and in effect we see markets fall. So that's also something that central banks are watching. So the Federal Reserve over in the US will be watching that closely to make their interest rate decision. Mm -hmm. Now, the reason we here in Australia are concerned about what's happening over in the US is because generally what happens in the US markets overnight, they operate while we're sleeping here in Australia. It tends to drive what we see happening in our markets the next day. Of course, that's not always the case, but it generally tends to move in similar directions. Yeah, and inflation in Australia seems to be uh, lagging a little. We're a bit behind some of the other countries like the United States. Um, So we're kind of looking for for hints as to what might happen further down the track. Also, we're about five weeks out from the next interest rate decision by the US Central Bank. They've already raised rates by 5% over the past year. So this is exactly the type of information that if it is much worse or better than expected, like lower, that could actually help markets. So at the moment, most experts are, reckon there's about a 25% chance that we'll get another rate hike in June. So that's going to be a massive one to watch today. Tomorrow as well is going to be quite busy, but Westpac will be trading ex-dividends. So the same way that NAB weighed on our market today, there's a possibility that Westpac holds things back tomorrow. That's right. And we'd have payroll jobs and wages coming out in Australia tomorrow as well. Well, Laura, it's been a big day. Plenty to digest with the budget tonight, inflation. We'll talk about this, of course, tomorrow. Lots to talk about tomorrow for sure. Yep. And make sure you tune in and listen in to our, our colleagues, Tom and Ryan, tomorrow morning for the latest. I'll be tuning in. Thanks, everyone. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.